Welcome to the Madison Miller Podcast. Tonight's guest is someone that's not been on in a long time. He's one of my favorites. Um, covers Major League and Minor League Baseball, um, specifically the Somerset Patriots for Latino Sports. The one and only Julian Gilardi. How are you doing on this fine Tuesday evening? Thank you, Madison, for having me back on. Um, I also want to plug the Dugout Station podcast, of course, but um, I'm happy to be back, and we have a lot of crazy stuff to discuss with these Yankees, and Patriots is good, though. That's been good. Yes, and don't forget about that podcast plug, that's for sure. All right, let's start with those Yankees. Um, The biggest story surrounding the Yankees, as we know, is the situation around Aaron Judge, the uh, now-torn ligament in his foot. When do you think we will see him back, potentially? I mean, an exact time frame, I don't think anyone does, but I'm going to guess it's at least after the trade deadline. I think he's going to be down for the next month plus. I'm hoping that it's like early August at this rate. It just seems like the progress isn't where we want him to be, and they said he was still feeling pain when he walked, so he's not even close to doing baseball activities. Yeah, and that's unfortunate because um, it was supposed to be the All-Star break, and then um, there was some rumblings like within the media that it's worse than it was made out to be, and it turns out that everybody that was speculating that was correct, and that's including, uh, I believe, Michael Kay of, uh, of Yes was one of those that was pretty worried about Judge, and there's a couple other big notable people around the Yankees that were right about that. Um so you're thinking August, I think that's pretty realistic too. Um, we'll get to the trade deadline in a second. Um, with this situation and past um, situations with Yankee injuries, do you think the Yankees should consider a medical staff overhaul at this point? I don't know because I feel like we did that already. Right now. I think Caressi's all right. I'm not sure what the persistence just seems to be. You know, how Brian Brennan talks about it in the case show for a minute. He's trying to look into it. I think some of it's just that we have injury-prone players, unfortunately, like Stan and Harrison Bader. I mean, the pitching's kind of concerning, too, but they have a lot of depth, so it's not showing itself as much in that area. Exactly. A lot of injury-prone players, and I think that's what a lot of people don't really realize. Like, I'm referring to, like, Yankees Twitter, like all those crazy people on Yankees Twitter. Yeah. And, Julian, you're a voice of reason. That's why I love having you on the podcast. You're... You're not one of those crazy people on Yankees Twitter. But um, that's just another story for another day. And, um, yeah, I agree with you. It's just a lot of injury-prone players. And do you think there's a possibility we see um, somebody like Josh Donaldson designated for assignment once Aaron Judge comes back or even if they make a trade for somebody? Because I think that's the next domino to potentially fall here. We saw Aaron Hicks get DFA'd. I think Donaldson's next. I agree with you. I think it's time picking. Like, once you start to see him out of the line for three days, he's not in the dugout. There's the ominous, ominous meeting with him that delays boom for 30 minutes. Uh, something's going on there. I think he's got a few weeks left to either put up or get out. Honestly, I mean, we have Barraza just ready to go. Like, everyone wants that. I want that, too. He's earned his shot. I think he can give us a little life. Him and Bowlby together would be fun. And I think Donaldson's just, he just doesn't have it anymore. He's old, he's 37, his defense is even slipping a little bit. I think that's why he actually got benched, because the Oilers were able to hold your hat in defense. But even that's going a little backwards now. So I think you should look for something in July for him, potentially. Yeah, 
Um, and it's funny because when Hicks got designated for assignment, I'll never forget, they were playing against the Blue Jays in Toronto. I have a funny feeling the Donaldson thing's going to happen in, like, a similar fashion. It's like they're going to do it when we're not expecting. Like, I remember Hicks hit a home run against the Orioles, and then, like, not even a week later, he was designated for assignment. So I genuinely believe that it's going to happen, like, the same similar situation here with Donaldson. You mentioned, um... The possibility of Oswaldo um, or Oswald Peraza coming up. We'll get to prospects in a second. Um, let's assume that the Yankees are still in the wild card mix, still within um, striking distance, if not one of the three spots when the trade deadline approaches. And let's say they end up being a buyer, which I think is pretty realistic considering uh, the schedule gets easier a little bit with Oakland Cardinals and. Um, I really don't know the schedule on top of my head come July as uh, some thunders kind of in my area, so I apologize about that. So um, who do you think a realistic trade deadline option, specific, specifically left field? I'm trying to play with the trade simulator every time. <laughs> We're getting very too boring. But um, it's just, um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like a move has to be made there. I don't see infield way too crowded. Um, I think the Yankees are like floating a little bit in buyers seller, but they should be able to get themselves in the strict buy mode, I think. Um, I think, I mean, it's not a sexy name. Maybe Jake McCarthy from Arizona, he's probably away. Maybe, um, I think Dylan Carlson's probably a little too high for us. Maybe him. People said Tyler O'Neill. I don't really love that one. Um, people are floating Lane Thomas is made from DC. I think that's interesting. There's not really many good lefties to go grab. Actually, I'll give you Cody Bellinger. That's my favorite one. Cody Bellinger. That's a good one. one. Yeah, but that is interesting. But another interesting one, what if the Phillies fall out of it randomly and Mr. Kyle Schwarber is available? But the reason why I wouldn't want that, I would want that, like, for a DH, and then you put um, Stanton in the outfield in theory, but I don't really like Stanton in the outfield either. But Schwarber's not a good left fielder. He pretty much cost the Phillies a game last week against the Braves with his defense. But that's another name that we could potentially watch. What are the uh, chances that Schwarber becomes available? Uh, I thought about Schwarber, too. Um, I, I saw him on the machine. Um, I don't know. I mean, the Phillies are kind of teetering, too. i got to check how they look in the standings a little bit. I don't think Schwarber's contract is the greatest. It might be the only drawback there without because with his lack of production, he's a one-dimensional player. And it's, we've liked him a lot in the past, but with Stanton, it's an awkward fit. Yeah, it is an awkward fit for uh, Schwerber. And another name I thought about is a very versatile player, a monster name currently on the Colorado Rockies, former Cub Chris Bryant. Do you think Chris Bryant's realistic? That's another one that's a contract nightmare. If, oh, that's true. That's salary. I mean, I guess you could dump Donaldson into a few other things, maybe. I'm just, I'm, maybe the Rockies would like to wash their hands of them because they're going nowhere fast. Uh, the Phillies are only three games out in the wild card. I think they'll be in it. I still trust that talent a little bit. But, I mean, Bryant, that seems like a tough one, too. But he could be left field if they were able to get him. Yeah, I like Chris Bryant, the idea of him at Yankee Stadium. But I forgot about the contract being so real. Like, really bad. Low-key, a bad contract for Chris Bryant. Not that uh, he's a bad player. It's just that he's overpaid at this point of his career. 
And I've always been a big fan of Chris Bryant, too. And same for Schwerber. I love those two ex-Cubs. And the Anthony Rizzo connection can't be, like, overstated. Because, like, he's obviously close with those guys from their Cub days. Yeah, that's a good point. That's an interesting one. Um, I think they got to add a batter, too. I mean, Bowers and McKinney are nice. I don't know if they're going to last the whole season, like, into the playoffs. Like, if you could fully count on them. Bowers is also more of a DH, too, which is a problematic. But I'm trying to think of some other options quickly. It's, it's tough. I mean, the market's really dry. Um, the Giants are in it now, too, so they're not going to really sell. And the Giants don't really sell much anyway. Yeah, and I thought of another potential seller. We'll talk about this team more in depth later on in the podcast, but the Mets. Um, what if they fall out of it? Starling Marte is available. Do uh, Glaber Torres for Starling Marte? A Met fan friend brought that up to me the other day in terms of a trade. Oh, God. I would actually have more interest in Tommy Pham, believe it or not. Ooh. I think a nice fucking play. Um, he's... He's got like a year on the deal. It's not a lot. That's an easy trade to make. Marte's another one with contracts for production isn't great. And I think the Yankees need to keep Torres because he's one of the better hitters they have right now. I can't really see them moving on from him this year. I think maybe next year that's possible, though. Interesting. Yeah, he's one of their better hitters this year. But the case for him to get traded is if they call up Peraza and say they're banking on a LeMayu turnaround and say it's LeMayu, Peraza, Volpe, Rizzo in the infield and have IKF as like a utility guy, same for Oswaldo Cabrera, and then your outfield say it's August 15th and Judge is back and it's Judge, it's Bader and um, a left fielder they can potentially get at the trade deadline and then obviously the Trevino-Higgy combo behind the plate. So um, there is a case to be made that uh, Glaber is expandable. So um, just wanted to uh, throw out that situation. But now let's go the other way. Let's say the Yankees fall out of it and Judge its injury gets even worse and they potentially become a seller. Who are guys that you could see they potentially trade? And say if they're like four out of the wild card, three out of the wild card. I would say... Um... Harrison Bader can make some sense to move because he has a year left on the deal. Um, or maybe Luis Severino because he, um, he has a year left too. So I'm trying to think of some other guys. Then you look at bullpen pieces, Wandy Peralta, maybe you're Ian Hamilton to Cordero. I don't think they'd move a big fish in the bullpen probably. Uh, the thing is, they're not like, they don't really have that much stuff to sell, unfortunately. Like, you right. to go there. Uh, Torres would be in the sale conversation, I suppose. It'd be Torres, uh, Wandy, Clay Holmes. Clay, uh, I can sense like Clay's an outside shot, I guess. I feel like they really like Clay. Um, and then the bullpen, like maybe Ron, but they would probably keep Ron. They probably keep from Marinaccio, I'd say. They keep him. Trade Holmes. Trade Glaber. Wandy would have a lot of value. I think Clay would have a lot of value. I think they would keep Ron. Um, Bader's a good call. I didn't even think about Bader when it comes to like a potential like trade for him if they sell. Because I think a lot of teams would be interested in him. Because he really has shown in his Yankees tenure when he's healthy that he is a better bat than giving credit for when he was with the Cardinals. And he's an excellent defensive center fielder. 
Yeah, that's another good one. But to me, I don't think he would have that much value because of like his past and whatnot, and even this year at the suspension. But maybe I'm like overthinking that one a little bit. And same for Severino from an injury standpoint. My bad. No, he's been bad, though, to me for the last two months. Before that, I thought he would have had a lot of value, but we got to see if he turns it around. Right. He's been bad his last two. So, like, that Dodger game really um, stood out to me in, like, a meaningful way for Herman, how he shut that lineup down. And another guy, low-key, that could have value, he's kind of turning around, Clark Schmidt. Yeah, I like Clark. I think they would hold him, though, probably, I'm assuming, after all this. Like, after you go, after everything they've done, I don't feel like they would trade him right now. Because after he's been struggling, they've stuck with him the whole time. Uh, he's been in the bullpen now. It's like he's a starter fully, although a rotation has a lot of guys coming back. So, I feel like they would keep Smith, but you never know what could happen. Right, exactly. All right, so you mentioned uh, some prospects. You covered the Somerset Patriots. Um, I need to get myself to a Patriots game this summer with um i don't live far away from a patriots i'm about 30 minutes from there so i need to come check out um some of the uh prospects what do you make of the uh the uh prospect all-star game roster and the uh spencer jones making it and clayton beater making it i think that's well deserved how about you i'm really excited for clayton beater because we got to watch him a lot the last couple years he's developed into a great pitcher since he came over for joey gallo the only good thing that Joey Gallo gave the Yankees right. So that's good. He's been getting better each time out. He's in AAA now. He got the call up. I think he can knock on the door really soon in the Bronx. Maybe not this year, but I feel like next year he's got a good shot. Definitely earns his outing in the All-Star game that he'll get. And then Spencer Jones is a beast. I think he should be in double-A pretty soon. He's just a monster. I'm really excited for him, too. And he does everything well. I think the only issue is he strikes out a little bit too much. Right. Yeah, he does strike out a lot. I remember when the Yankees drafted him. I don't remember if it was last year or the year before, but everyone was giving him judge comparisons. But that is ridiculous because... You know how I feel about Aaron Judge. I think he's the best. And um, it's not fair when you have somebody compared to a great player like that. And I think that's kind of hurt Anthony Volpe in a way. Yeah, the Jeter Volpe stuff is a little bit cringe at this point. Um, I, I thought, I did some Jones Judge stuff too, but then I, I talked to people and they're like, no, it's not it. I was like, oh, okay. Like, don't, like, I actually had a good one for him, and this would be a fun one too. Had a nice blast in the past. Someone said Josh Hamilton. I really enjoyed that one. Oh, I like that one. That's not bad. Josh Hamilton was a former MVP winner at the Rangers, of course. That's what I'm, he got like he 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 did everything well too. Like I can see some similarities. That's a, that's a high ceiling too, honestly. Because when he was right, he was one of the best players in the game. Yeah, and I liked Josh Hamilton when he was on the Rangers. I thought he was a great player in his prime. He was on some of those loaded Ranger teams in the early 2010s with Beltre yeah. and the Ron Washington was the manager there. They were a strike away from a World Series win. 
So it's a yeah, lot it's of a like. On that world series, Nelson Cruz has to catch that pop, has to catch that ball. Right. Oh my God, that misplay by Nelson Cruz in right <laughs> field. The home run derby at Yankee Stadium too in Hamilton. Yes, at the old stadium. But yeah, some yeah. great memories with Josh Hamilton. Yeah, he was one of my favorite non-Yankee players to watch. And I always liked watching uh, those old Ranger teams with Hamilton, Beltre, and Nelson Cruz on them. So yeah, I really like that comp for uh, Spencer Jones. What about Beater? Who are they comping for him? Beater's tough. I mean, I don't really have a straight comp for playing Beater. Um I, he's kind of different. He used to be a reliever, kind of, and then the Yankees have stretched him out. Like, the Dodgers had him, like, open games sometimes. He got his first win this year. Like, he hadn't even had a win in the Dodgers organization. So, I thought that was really interesting. I'm trying to think of a good complicated beater. I mean, it's interesting. I like what he does. He throws the ball pretty hard. He's got good breaking stuff, too. Um, but I'll try to draw a comp for you. Let me think of someone quick. But he's um he's a uh, he's been playing really well and I I'm excited when to get the shot in the futures game. Me everything. too. Former first round pick too. Yeah, um, that was a good return. Um, let me see what I I'll take one out though. Give me a second. I'll, I'll get it. Hmm. But in the meantime, I'll say the Patriots won the, the first half again and they're like they're one of the best parts of the Yankees right now uh, a lot of great stuff going on down there yeah I really like I said I really want to see them there used to be I definitely recommend it there used to be a site that like I thought compared them to like pros and trying to find like what that was like who if I could get one it's interesting they used to say he was an reliever but I think he's a, he's a starter now Maybe somebody like, um, who's the guy on Tampa Bay that converted from reliever to starter and is awesome? Um, he might, I think he's hurt. Not, spring. not Springs. Who is it? It's not, um, Eflin? Maybe Eflin. Yeah, I could see that, but Eflin I don't think is, I just judge Eflin a little bit because he wasn't very good on Philly, but he's certainly improved on the race. Yeah, he looks really good. Someone said Chris Stratton with more velo in 2021. That's interesting. Yeah, I like that, Chris Stratton. He was a good pitcher he, from San Francisco, right? Yeah. And so then, we'll roll with that for now until we find a better one. Someone did give me a good one at one point. I forgot who it was. It was someone like a reliever that started too, I think. But yeah, he was a giant Stratton. I think that's a decent one, so we'll roll with that. Yeah, I like the Chris Stratton pick too. Um, So we're talking about prospects right now. Who do you see potentially being in the Bronx in the second half of the year that is uh, currently in um, either AAA or AA? Um, who do I see getting the call up? Um, maybe Will Warren. I mean, he's kind of close. He's got a straight stuff out with AAA. I mean, we could talk draws all day. I think that's an obvious one. I don't think Florio's going to get a shot with the Yankees. I think he might get traded. I really want to see the Yankees give Shaparo a shot, but I don't know because the DH spot's so crowded with sand and everything. 
Um, and then other than that, I mean, double A, I don't think anyone's going to get all the way up this year, probably. They might get some guys to triple A, but I'd be a little surprised if someone goes all the way up from the Patriots this year. What about um, Austin Wells? What do you make of him? Do you think he's potentially on the team next year? I love Austin Wells. I don't think he's going to make it because he has a catching log jam. There's so many catchers. Like, you got Ben Rewerbat still, who's like the third string in theory. And you have Nevaez and Duran in AAA, too. So right. you've got to get through some of that. They're loaded at catcher. Yeah, they got to make some trades. Too many. I know. That... That's what makes the trade deadline and even the offseason so interesting. All right, let's go around Major League Baseball before we go. Um, we alluded to the Mets earlier. Steve Cohen tweeted that he's having a presser tomorrow. Um, they're a disaster, as we know. I've been p- giving out bets against them on the podcast daily. They're so, they're so frustrating to watch, and I'm a Yankee fan, obviously, saying this. And that's because of, I follow a lot of Mets Twitter and whatnot, and I have a lot of Mets fans in my life. So uh, what's your take on the Mets situation? And do you think Buck is in, is in trouble like the reporters and people in the media are saying he is? I think, um, I don't know what Cohen's going to do tomorrow, but I feel like Buck seats definitely has to be warm at this point. I think he's bought a lot of, I think he's bought a lot of time because they won 100 games last year. Um, but it's not working this year. They're really far out of the playoffs by even the wild card. Their division race is even more over than the Yankees division race. Uh, things are a mess over at Queens. Um, they got they have the talent. I still think they do, but uh, I'm not sure what's going on. Yeah, and then we mentioned um, the possibility of the Yankees selling if they fall out of the race. I think the Mets are more likely to sell than the Yankees at this point, even with Judge out. Um, I threw out Marte as a potential trade guy for the Yankees. Um, what? A, and you mentioned Tommy Pham. I think David Robertson's a guy that could potentially be had the done. They can get a lot for him. Yeah, I like the Z-Rob moving too if they fall out of it. Maybe like a Brooks Raley, another guy in their bullpen. Maybe they try to move out of Dino. Their pieces are kind of set. Like they can't trade Lindor. I don't think they would move Jeff McNeil. Mark Hanna's kind of shy. Um, they're not moving out for as a baby, so they kind of are in a bad spot too. Yeah, they're in a really, really tough spot, the Mets. But I think the guy they can get the most back for is definitely uh, Robertson, because I think somebody could use him in a pennant race. He could really like help a team like the Texas Rangers, who we just saw in their bullpen melt That's on Sunday. Match. And I my big takeaway from the weekend, seeing the, the Rangers play the Yankees. I think the Rangers are a bat and a reliever away from being potentially the team to beat in the American League. I think Robertson would be really good for the Texas Rangers. I can't believe how well they brought things together over there. I mean, Poetry's doing a great job. We have a good series win against them. Their bullpen's the biggest flaw. Their lineup's loaded. They got a lot of hitters in that lineup. Like, a lot of guys don't even realize. They're one through nine. They have, they have it set up. They... If they add a few bullpen pieces and, like, an extra bat off the bench to enhance them or something, then, yeah. I mean, they're taking care of the Astros, which is good to see. I don't know if they could hold them off for the full season, but if they could, that would be great. Yeah, and the reason why I think Texas does need a legit bat is because they went up against that good Yankees pitching staff, and the Yankees shut them down. The Yankees shut down the Rangers. That's why I think the Rangers need a bat, and the Yankees have really good pitching, and I would worry about the Rangers 
offense going south like it did against the Yankees against a team like the Astros or even the Yankees again in the playoffs. That's a good point because they've probably beaten up on a lot of weaker competition in certain areas. That makes some good sense. Um, I really like the God of Garcia for them. Jonah Hines and good. And you know what Seager and Simeon are at this point. So Nate Lau's pretty good too. I mean, and Garber's a low key good bat. He just like gets forgotten about because of Hines. So, and Tavares has been good too. But yeah, they could use, they could always use some extra. Yes, absolutely. I'm excited to see what the Texas Rangers do at the trade deadline. Um, another team that I think is going to be a stellar, we mentioned some guys on this roster before in terms of potential Yankee additions, is the St. Louis Cardinals. They've been a bigger disaster than the Mets. They're in last place. I think they're going to be a seller at the trade deadline. And um, I'm interested to see who else that they could potentially deal other than um, O'Neal or um, who's the other name we brought up from the Cardinals earlier other than O'Neal? Dylan, they got to move an outfield, like Dylan Carlson. Carlson. Um, I would love Barr's new bar, but he's too expensive, I think. I don't think that trade's going to really happen. Um, they have, they can move Montgomery, actually. He's going to be a free agent, I think. Uh, Jack Flaherty could be on the move. That's another interesting piece. Ooh, Jack Flaherty. I, I like Jack Flaherty. Back, I still believe in him. I still believe in Jack Flaherty, too. I think he's really good. Newt Bar would be an interesting Texas Ranger. That would be crazy if they could pull that off. <laughs> I would love to see him on Texas. I might have to put him in the World Series if they could pull that somehow. Yeah, I, the only reason why I want Texas to do well is because I have futures on the Rangers. So that's why um, I kind of just like rooting for them to like do some stuff. Well, I've been better, doing better than the Astros, so I'll support that. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. I really want to see Texas go for it. Um, the Reds, I think they've been the one of the best stories in baseball over the last month or so. I know they lost a couple in a row, but I'm a believer in the Reds. Do you believe in the Cincinnati Reds? Yeah, I actually do because the division's really bad. The Milwaukee Brewers are terrible, honestly. Like, their offense is putrid. It has been for years. So I don't see that getting better anytime soon. The Chicago Cubs are not a legitimate contender. So, yeah, give me the Reds. I think they can take it, essentially. The Cardinals are lost, and the Pirates are the Pirates again. So that means the Reds can get it done. We'll see if they can actually do it, because they haven't been in a situation before. That's the only thing that worries me. It's a young team that's kind of been playing with nothing to lose, but are they going to be able to go all the way through? Right, exactly. I'm a big fan of that Reds team. They should go for it at the deadline. Unlike Texas, they need pitching. Yeah, the Reds could use some help on offense, too, I would say. They definitely need some pitching, too. Hunter Green being hurt is rough, too. they got to get him back. Absolutely. I like Hunter Green a lot. I thought, I thought he was going to take that next step this season, but like you said, he's yeah, injured. I'm, I, I can't help but think about how they traded Castillo last year, and now they're arguably a better team than the Mariners. Yeah, that's crazy, man. They kept him. I'm sure they got. I mean, I'm sure the pieces they got returned are productive, and I'm not sure. Like, I think Novelli Marte may have gotten the call. Or he might soon, though. I feel like he's close if he can get it. Marte's gonna be in that All Star game. Yeah, there we go. I knew he pops up somewhere. That makes sense. Yeah, because I read off the roster on my podcast this morning, and um, I remember seeing Noel V. Marte on there. So. Um, 
Yeah, the Reds are going to be fascinating at the deadline. I think they're going to trade some pieces for a pitcher potentially to, to go for the division crown just in case, like, a what if Milwaukee decides to get a big bat? Like, what if they get, uh, not that they'll trade for Lars Newtbar because they're in the same division, but say, yeah. um, I don't know, I'm going to toss a team out there, um, the Rockies, and they trade Chris Bryan, and Chris Bryan gets dealt to the Brewers or something like that. I think the Brewers are maybe a batter, a big batter two away. I think I'm more higher on the Brewers than you are, but if they go the other way and trade yeah. Corbin Burns, then the Reds really don't have to do much. Yeah, because we know the Brewers sell Hayter last year. Corbin Burns is disgusted with the Brewers organization, so right. maybe they will try to move on. Like, that arbitration hearing was ugly. Right. All right, so another buyer. So I think the most surprisingly decent team in the American League East, and that's the Boston Red Sox. And that's because, listen, I thought the Orioles were going to be good, but not this good. But I didn't really think that the Red Sox were going to be above 500 with the pitching staff they have, Chris Salehurt and Bogarts in San Diego. Yeah, I'm a little bit surprised by them, too. And I'm embarrassed that we lost five out of six to them because you just can't have that happen. Right. I don't think they're, I don't think they're that good. They're, they're better than I thought, but I don't think they're good. I think they are the worst season division. The Baltimore Orioles are a serious problem that continues to call up their prospects. They need to let a team that should lie. Baltimore Orioles need to buy pitchers. Yes, they. the Orioles need pitchers. Um, do you think the Red Sox can be realistically be a buyer? Let's say the Yankees fall out of it a little bit and uh, maybe Toronto struggles a little bit. Did you see Alec Manoa gave up 11 runs in the... Yeah, he gave <laughs> up some runs to our complex league boys. Shout out to um, Roger Darius and Tyner Delgado. Yeah, that was... Uh, completely wild what happened with Alec Manoa. But yeah, the Blue Jays have been extremely disappointing. That was my pick before the year to win the American League East, and I was wrong, and I'll admit, I'm happy that it's not the Blue Jays, and um, it's probably going to be Tampa Bay. I mean, if anybody that wasn't the Yankees ever going to um, not win that at least, I was hoping it wouldn't be Boston or Toronto, and Toronto, like I said, was my preseason pick to win that division. They've been extremely disappointing more disappointing than the Yankees only because the Yankees don't have judge and they obviously yeah. can use that as like their excuse but Toronto pathetic like yeah, with been Manoa and they haven't been had too many injury issues either really um, it's crazy that you can have five buyers in the same division though <laughs> I don't know I mean you have three wild card spots you might get you might get them all out east that's what's crazy too I mean the West is going to have some contenders obviously with Houston I'm not going to believe it, and I just don't. Like, they, they'll fall apart somehow. I'm just not going to buy it. Um, they just can't get it together. And they're only six games over, so I don't know, I'm only eight games over. But I think it's going to be, like, two East teams at least and probably Rangers and Astros. My guess right now is that it's going to be um, the um, whoever wins the Central – um, yeah, only one because that's division. Yeah, and then three from the East, and then the Rangers and the Astros. I'm not saying I don't think the Astros are going to miss the postseason. Um, no, my guess is, <laughs> uh, right now, if I had to guess at gunpoint, the three East teams that make it are the Rays, O's, and the Yankees because I think Judge will be back in August. Yeah, I think we'll edge it out. I don't. We might just squeak in, but I think we'll edge out Toronto. Um, Boston's not going to last, I don't think, either. But it's just crazy how bunched up everything is right now at the halfway point, basically. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
All right, one more team that, we, um, that I want to touch on real quick. You brought up a player on this team earlier, but I just don't see this team selling because they're on fire, and that's the Arizona Diamondbacks. Do you think oh, yeah. they're a, they're the, the Texas of the National League in the way, like, they need to be taken seriously, in my opinion? No, I agree that the Diamondbacks are legitimate contenders. The reason I suggested that was because the Diamondbacks have an influx of outfielders. They can afford to trade an outfielder. Right, right. It's like the Yankees with the infield situation, except um, uh, you don't think they're going to trade Glaber, but um, and the no, other. I don't think so. But yeah, we'll see with Arizona. You're right; they do have a lot of outfielders. McCarthy is expendable. You're not wrong about that. But um, I'm very fascinated to see what Arizona does, and I think they have the potential and I'll sign winner in Zach Allen. I like Gallon a lot. He's one of my favorites um, non-Yankee pitchers, I would say. I think the West is going to end up getting three teams potentially or two, and then the East grabs one. I mean, the Marlins have been surprising for other teams. I mean, they're up there at the top. Absolutely. How about the um, – how crazy is that? That the Do you think the Twins are regretting that trade? Yeah, I would say so. Marlins <laughs> aren't. I mean, Lopez has been solid. You know, I like Bob a lot, but Luis Arise spending almost 400. Yeah, I love Arise. He's <laughs> so fun to watch. He reminds me of LeMayu, and LeMayu is on the Rockies, and even his first couple of Yankee years where he was just the hitting machine. Yeah, no, Arise is a piece. And you look at what the Marlins are doing with Alcantara having a down here. Yuri Perez is one of the best young pitchers in the game already. Uh, and their rotation at behind Alcantara has stepping up. And Sandy will straighten it out. He's too good not to. He's not going to be what he was last year, but he's, he can't lose his pitching overnight. He'll get it together. Yeah, I think he'll eventually turn it around as well. So before we go, um, give me one bull prediction for the second half of the baseball season. It does not have to be a Yankee prediction. You can go Yankees if you want to, but... Um, What's something that comes to your mind that you think could happen in the second half of the year? I'm trying to think. Let me think of something good here. I'll try to go outside our Yankee box. Um, you know what? I'll give you the one we talked about before. You'll like this one. And I'm going to go out of the lab and say the Texas Rangers holds off the Houston Astros and the AL West. Yes. I hope you're right about that. Um, so, that's a good one. That would have to exist. It's all right, I'm going to throw out a good one for you, too. I'm going to try to come up with a name or a team that we have not brought up yet. Um, all righty, let's say the Cleveland Guardians trade Shane Bieber. That's not a bad one. I can see that, potentially. The Guardians are such a weird team, and, like, they are not a serious contender. They might want to flip Bieber for some assets. Some people are worried about the value declining if he's not the same pitcher. So if they're going to sell him, they should sell him now. Yeah, and I think they'll get a good return on him. And I think if Bieber goes to a good team, he'll be rejuvenated. I really like Shane Bieber a lot. And I'll never forget, Game 5, Yankees-Guardians got postponed. And we thought Shane Bieber was going to start Game 5, and he didn't. And that was a big mistake by TDOT. And... If they went with Bieber in a game, maybe the Yankees still win, but maybe they win like 2-1 to one rather than 5-1 or whatever the final score was in Game 5. I know we had Cole in that game. 
understand why he did that still. And I just don't get it. It's almost like he waved the white towel. He's like, we don't really want to win this series. We can't do the same up three days rest. It's the playoffs. What are you doing, man? I mean, I was like, I will take it. But I was like, wow. If I was like a non-Yankees fan, I'd just be like, what the hell? Like, I still was. But like, if Mount Sire for that, I would just be destroyed at Francona. Yeah. And I'm thinking about the Reds for Bieber. Do you, but do you think that the Guardians wow. would trade Bieber in state? Yeah, I mean, it's not the same league, so I don't see why not. That'd be crazy if the Reds got Shane Bieber. Yeah, that would be a great ad for them. And then they, and then the Guardians get, I don't know if they'll throw Marte in the deal. You know Dela Cruz is untouchable. He's the going to be the face yeah. of that franchise, I would think, after Joey Votto retires. So, um... <laughs> Cruz is the man. Yep. I love De La Cruz. He's a he's a fun watch. And um so yeah, um and the name we didn't bring up on here is Shohei Otani. We gotta talk about Otani real quick. I think he's the front runner yeah. for MVP because the Angels are over five hundred and he's hitting the lights out and I was the judge over Otani person, but they I always said the Angels have to be in contention for me to take Otani seriously as an MVP candidate, and guess what? They're in contention, and they might be a buyer at the deadline. Yeah, and he's not going to get traded in the way. They they might lose in the free agency, but he's not going to get dealt at this point. They're going to hold on and hope for the best. And I think that um, it's going to be interesting to see. He's the clear-cut MVP. Aaron Judge has missed too much time anyway. The only contender was Judge, really. There's no one else. I can't even think of anyone else in the conversation with him. Corey Seager. I like Seager. That's a good one. I had to throw it out there. Isn't it it four close to four, Corey Seager? I think so. One team we didn't discuss was the Padres. What do you make of them being six and a half out on the wild card? Yeah, we didn't even think about them. How about Juan Soto as a potential trade guy if they're out of it? (laughs) I absolutely love that idea. (laughs) And I've done a lot of mob trades, but I don't know. If if they was with him after they just got him, if they're out of it, I don't know what San Diego's going to be fascinating with. What are they going to do? Because they've spent all this money. I think they're overspending their what they should probably spend, and it's not working out. So I'm not sure, like, how they're going to manage this. I mean, they have the most talent of all the teams in the wild card race, probably. Except maybe Dodgers, I guess. But um, I can't wait to see what ends up happening with them. Yeah, they're very fascinating as well. So, Julian, it was a pleasure to have you on today. And maybe I'll get you on before the trade deadline to uh, – see um what's in store come trade line because a lot can change in four weeks yeah a lot of teams are bunched up right now and a lot of teams are going to be slayed quickly uh the expanded playoffs makes it tougher for sellers though that's the problem there's so many teams that can make it everyone thinks they're in it so the people just have to see if they think they can go all the way or if they need to sell and try to retool right exactly so We'll see you in a couple weeks, and uh, go Yankees. Yep, let's do it. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Anytime, Julian.